Hello, everybody. I had another thought that I wanted to express because of this being the occasion of my 50th anniversary. And uh, it's not necessarily something to play at the same time as the other tape, but sometime uh, I, I'd like to share these thoughts with you. And that is that it occurred to me that what I've done um, with my life is uh, you can compare it to a genealogical chart where, you know, you have a, a line that comes down and then it goes out and then all these other um, uh, little divisions of, according to who the uh, children are, grandchildren are, and so on. And what I thought was that Master gave us so many children uh, in the sense of different ideas, different um, approaches to the teachings. He gave us law of success, he gave us in the lessons the, the uh, little bit that he had on how to be a good employer or a good employee, how to be a good husband or wife, how to uh, uh, work with your children. He gave many practical things like that. And of course, in religion and in yoga and in the spiritual teachings also, he gave a broad uh, spectrum. And what I've done with my life, I haven't really uh, taken a different line from him at all. I've spent my entire life trying to meditate on what he said, what he did, and uh, even with his idea of the law of success, I took that as a guideline that these teachings can also be applied in many different ways, which I've done with my secrets books and so on. But you'll notice that all of my books are attempts to explore the potentials in his teachings for application to people in different life situations. And I've often described it as the uh, spokes of a wheel, where the center of the wheel, the hub, is the, the essence of our teaching, yet that hub reaches out to people in all walks of life. Now, if you've got a teaching that's, that's geared, for example, to fishermen, and then you have to present them to bankers, you have to use another terminology. And it's not changing the teachings, change the terminology, what you're doing is simply adapting it and making it and applying it. So what I've done then in everything that I've written and the songs and everything, it's really intentionally been seminal, not exhaustive. I've thought of Master, you know, Einstein with his uh, discovery of relativity and his other great discoveries has had a major impact on civilization. And I would say that the number of people who really understand his uh, law of, or theory, whichever, of relativity is very small. I know at one time it was considered to be only 10 scientists. But through them and through what they've said, it's, his essential theory has become applied to all kinds of different fields in the arts, in politics, in education, in morals, in everything. Well, with the same idea, I've tried to write seminally so that as I explored 
the different aspects of Master's teaching, this genealogical chart could go on. That in a book on, on uh, education, for example, my book, Education for Life, it's not exhaustive. It's not meant to be. It's meant to get people moving in a particular direction, exploring all the implications in, in, uh, in that. Um, I think that any number of books could be written. That's why I remember now when Master told me my work was writing and lecturing, and I said, but hasn't everything been written that needs to be written? And Master, as you know, looked a bit shocked. He said, don't say that. Much more is needed. And the same thing is true now, that whatever I've done, um, the purpose of it is to have each one of you in different ways take that, and many other people maybe too, take that and explore it outward so that genealogical chart reaches out from two children to ten grandchildren to fifty great-grandchildren to hundreds of great-great-grandchildren, however that should go. But so that you, you can see that uh, what, Master's original, what Master originally brought will continue. Now, it would be a great pity if people coming to Ananda bypassed all of that, said, well, I don't, I don't, uh, Kriyananda's done that, let me try to do something else. You might be able to do it creatively, and no harm, but I would like especially to think that you will try to explore ways of um, exploring further, I should say, what I've already offered, because it can go so much deeper that way. I haven't tried to make it anything but seminal, that is to say, a seed from which other plants can grow. And, for example, somebody uh, was writing songs at Ananda in the style of John Denver. Well, that's bypassing the whole thing. It's bypassing me, it's bypassing Masters, uh, uh, Master, it's bypassing his whole mission, and uh, the mere fact of it's being done at Ananda doesn't make it an Ananda thing, but it's also uh, very, uh, it's missing the point of what could really keep this ray spreading outward to many people. I hope you understand that uh, in the way that I mean it, because I don't at all mean that what I've done, you've got to do. And yet, I have, with my life, offered such a vast field that I would think that the best thing would be to try to explore the implications in that rather than say, well, now I too am a disciple of Master, let me create new fields. And um, then we, we have shortcuts and we have detours. Sometimes it will work, sometimes it won't work. If you want to do it, I have no objection, I'm not trying to tell you, but I've had a bit of, of uh, well, you know, I'm, I'm not at the end of my life yet, I don't suppose, but uh, certainly I'm far along the road. Your 50th anniversary is, uh, um, you're no spring chicken when you've reached that. And uh, most people who do anything in this world, if they live to see it, uh, it's to their regret. Maybe they won't live to see it, but things change. And I'm resigned to Ananda changing. There's nothing I can do about it. 
in a way, I'd rather it were to, whatever develop, line of development it's going to take, I'd almost rather it were uh, during my lifetime, so perhaps I can offer a few words one way or another, but it's bound to anyway, and it would be a pity if you tried to keep it rigidly just the way I did it, that wouldn't work either. But in fact, look at SRF, they've tried so rigidly to stay with just what Master did, and I don't know that it's at all the way he did. He said to Diamata once, how you all will change my work. I just wonder if I came back in a hundred years, if I, if I would even recognize it. And I suppose that will happen, but I have at least deliberately and consciously offered you such a wide field of uh, interests to explore, and I think that that this work will remain dynamic the closer it keeps in touch with its roots. What I've done being one root, but that's also a sort of an outgrowth of what Master did. And what Master did is an outgrowth of, of what, what Lahiri Maharshi and Sri Yukteswar did. And it all goes back to Babaji and Jesus. And I, I would like to say that they did come with a particular ray. And the more we keep in touch with that ray, the more uh, everything we do will have uh, a certain power. So I thought this was worth adding for my 50th anniversary celebration as you think, what shall we do in the future? I don't want you just doing my things. That's, that's not my idea. I don't want you imitating me. That won't work. But if you can meditate on what I've tried to do and see how you can make it more um, detailed and more specific. Uh, I haven't written, as I said, the way the German philosophers did, where they tried to say the last word that could possibly be expressed on every issue. I've tried just the opposite. And the same thing with Master. If you look at what he did, it was not definitive. He didn't explain it, didn't expect it to be that way. He offered these little hints. He started a, a school at Mount Washington in 1925, not because he expected uh, it to become a school. It was impossible. In fact, he told me that uh, it's much better to train the adults because they're the ones who have the children. Until you've got the adults converted, they're never going to send their children. So obviously he knew that he wouldn't have a school then, but he did it so that people in the future would know that he tried to. Same thing with communities. He tried to start it. He must have known that it wouldn't work because it really didn't work. It just about crashed. But he was so earnest about trying to start it. And I think the very fact that he tried was one thing that gave me the incentive to go ahead and really put it into practice when the time was right. And the same thing with the schools. And the same thing with everything that uh, it can't always be done at that time, but the fact that it's been tried will make it possible when the time comes. So let's try always to keep in tune with where our work comes from and not think, well, like I remember I, when I wanted to build a swimming pool at Crystal Hermitage and I had this idea that came in meditation, so I presented my usual typical architectural plan on a little three by five piece of paper or something about like that. And then we called some well-known uh, company that made swimming pools. And the first thing the man said was, was that, well, you got to allow us a chance to be creative too. And I 
didn't want him. I got somebody else who would do what I was trying to do. I, if he were somebody who had tried to tune in first to what I was trying to do and then improved on that, that would be different. But just sort of, well, I got to put my own ego into, in, into it, my own creativity, that wouldn't be the right way to do it. So I haven't done anything that I have felt was mine. I don't feel it's my music, I don't feel they're my books. These are things that I've been given, but they're not mine. And that's why I say that I, I can accept that if you change this work, it's your work, it's not my work. It's Master's work, however, primarily. And the more we understand it that way, I think the more good we'll be able to do because the ray will be kept pristine, fresh and strong. So just that one little added thought. God bless you all.